0: Good morning, and happy April Fool's Day. It's April 1st, 2022, and this is 5-Minute Daily Devotionals with Religionless Christianity. And this morning, we're going to look at Luke chapter 8, verse 25, and it reads, He said to them, Where is your faith? And they were afraid, and they marveled, saying to one another, Who then is this, that he commands even winds and water? and they obey him. This verse to me is both exciting and terrifying. It's exciting for me because our God is endless, unknowable in his being. 1 Kings chapter 8 verse 27 reads, "But will God indeed dwell on the earth? Behold, heaven in the highest heaven cannot contain you, how much less this house that I have built." In Psalms 145, verse 3, and this is a psalm we end every devotional with, uh, our prayer comes from here. But verse 3 reads, Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. So we, who believe we've been promised eternity in the presence of our Lord, and yet, that's not enough time to understand it. Eternity. Like, you can't put a number on that. And yet, as the Apostle Paul puts it in Ephesians 3.8, the unfathomable riches of Christ will still be unknowable. You know, unbelievers will oftentimes tell you that heaven would be boring. Uh, Joel Stein, the journalist of such humble writings as, in defense of elitism, why I'm better than you, and, you, and you're and you better than someone who didn't buy this book. Well, he wrote, Heaven is totally overrated. It seems boring. Clouds, listening to people play the harp. It should be somewhere you can't wait to go. Like a luxury hotel. Maybe blue skies and soft music were enough to keep people in line in the 17th century. But heaven has to step it up a bit. They're basically getting by because they only have to be better than hell. Now, while this is an idiotic statement, it isn't an uncommon thought. Will I get bored in heaven? Well, if you believe the Bible, then believe it. And if you believe it, then no, you will not get bored, and that's exciting. However, at least for me, it's terrifying as well. I'll have an eternity in a perfect and glorified body and mind to learn about my God. And I won't reach the end, will not learn all there is to know about the God I've pledged allegiance to. So, what can I possibly know about him now? You know, I've spent 36 years on this earth and have been in church my entire life. There's never been a time that I can remember that I didn't know God and wasn't being instructed about God. And if I can pause for a brief moment and uh, give a shout out to my godly mother and all the godly mothers out there raising their children in the way they should go. But in all that time, the amount that I know versus what there is to know is incomprehensible. So, like the apostles who walked with him, lived and served with him, sat daily under his teachings, still could ask the question: who then is this? You know, so I don't know about you and how you think and ponder the Alpha and Omega, but I find myself thinking a lot on Proverbs 1:7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. And our psalm of the day comes from Psalms 149, verse 1. Praise the Lord. Sing to the Lord a new song. His praise in the assembly of the godly. And our proverb of the day, I'll just reiterate Proverbs 1, 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction.